Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your girl, Mitzi, and this is Mitzi. Let's think about it today. We are thinking about excelling in your truth. What does that mean to you? I mean, it can mean anything to each individual. I mean, it's very subjective, but luckily for me, I have a special guest on my show named Danny, and he is going to give us his perspective on this because let's be honest he has a great great testimony because of what he went through in his life that he can he can vouch for this um danny why don't you go ahead and slightly introduce yourself all right um my name is danny covey as you said i'm the husband to one fantabulous wife i'm the father to three amazing kids and i'm the survivor of eight heart surgeries Goodness gracious. Yes. To survive one is nice, but to survive eight, I mean, you were just like, let's just keep going for this. Number three. Oh no. Number four. You know what? Let's keep going. Number five. You know what? It'll eventually get there. Number six. That's the lucky one. Nope. Number seven. That's a godly number. You know what? Number eight. Can't go wrong with that date, right? That's how it was. Just keep on going. (laughs) Yeah, it was a lot and um, I'm hoping we're done. So yeah, I would I would assume so. I mean, you can only do so much in that area that can actually fix something. But I guess it just shows that you're meant to live and you have such great purpose on this earth because, man, look at you, eight surgeries. You know what I mean? You were, I mean, let's be honest. If you really think about it, you could have been dead and gone a long time ago, but you have great purpose to really do this. I mean, so what does excelling in your truth, what does that mean to you when you hear oh. that? To um, to properly answer that question, I'm going to give you a little bit of the backstory of my surgeries. Please do. And Please do. There's a quote by Richard Paul Evans that I like a lot, and he says that usually life's greatest gifts come wrapped in adversity. And for me to properly tell that story, I got to start way back at the beginning. When I was 12 months old, um, I was experiencing a lot of fainting spells. My heart would stop. My parents rushed me to the hospital multiple times. Okay. And at 18 months, a few months after that, I had my first open heart surgery with a 20% chance of living. Wow. So that surgery, I don't remember it. I just remember growing up with scars on my chest and, and I, I didn't know what they were from. So after that, I had another surgery at eight, another one at 12, 13, 14. And then my last one was at 40. Wow. Goodness gracious. I mean, if you don't mind me asking, what was necessarily the issue that caused all of this? Yeah, I had a uh, congenital heart defect. Uh, It was a problem with my aortic valve and then also my mitral valve. And every surgery or almost every surgery, they would try to repair my aortic valve. And finally, the doctor said, we're just going to remove it and put in a mechanical valve. And once I had that um, installed or put in, then my health drastically improved until I was about 40. Oh, until you're about 40, and then you had to kind of redo it again. And yeah. it's time for you to replace that part. You're like an, an old car that had to get new parts. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, to, to kind of key in on what does excelling in your truth mean for me, um, my my truth or my experience has been that suffering is a human universal. Everybody, to some degree, will go through some kind of suffering. 
Mm-hmm. And for me, I've always held on to the belief that God has purpose in my suffering. Mm-hmm. He wants me to go through these things for a reason. And so to excel in truth for me means to ask the right question. So for instance, instead of asking, why is this happening to me? What can I learn from this? Mm-hmm. And shifting just that little bit means I may never know why, but there's things I can learn. And to excel means I need to accept it's happening for a reason and there's something for me to learn in it. Yes, I think that's a great way to break it down so that people can understand it differently because the way that you break it down and the way that you put God into it, because in in all aspects you have to have some belief to be able to to kind of keep going you know what i'm saying to have that 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 light at the end of the tunnel especially especially something that seems like there's no way of figuring out something could possibly be better you know so i I like the fact that you said that um you had to shift your perspective because that's one thing that i constantly say in in a lot of my um episodes is that I'm doing this to help people shift their perspective because you don't know what you, what you, how you perceiving something. And sometimes you go through something over and over again because you may need to learn a lesson. So the fact that you said is like, what lesson do I need to learn in this is absolutely amazing. The fact that you even had that as an option, because not a lot of people do. Not a lot of people will have that in their in their process when it's time to reflect on what's going on and how to shift their life momentum and in the direction that they're going. Because getting stuck in a rut is a real thing, you know, yeah. and especially if you don't give yourself that time to really um, reflect then you're kind of you're basically stuck so i guess my next question is when you hear the word self-sabotage what what does that mean to you i mean what do you think about when you hear that self-sabotage because you went through so much you could have easily self-sabotaged yourself into Hmm. never succeeding and never doing this and never telling your story never sharing you know nor never getting yourself out of a mindset that made you a better human being for yourself Oh. Well, you know what? I I think we've kind of answered it. The self-sabotage is to look at yourself as a victim and to see why is this happening to me? And it's all about me. And it's not about you. If I if I say, you know, it's my problem and this has happened to me and it's terrible, then I'm very focused on self. Um, if I change that mindset to what is this teaching me? then it becomes about others. Uh, There's a quote that uh, I almost cried when I read it because it really hit me. And the quote is, make sure I get this right. Quote says, one day you will tell your story of how you've overcome what you're going through now, and it will become part of somebody else's survival guide. Oh, wow. And that, that really hit me. I go through this because somebody needs to hear my story. Somebody needs to hear how I overcame this because you know what? They're going to go through trouble. Yeah. To me, that was going to be my next question is why share your story, but you already hit it in the nail right there. (laughs) 
because it's true. I say that all the time. And that's the reason why I welcome guests on my show is because somebody has a testimony. Somebody has a journey. Somebody has an experience that is not alone. And that's not, it's not isolated and it's not affecting just one single person because I notice is that we live in this life and we always feel, like you said, that me, 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 why is this happening to me? Why only me? But in reality, no, it's happening to so many people that it's ridiculous, to be honest. So many things can happen to so many people. The problem is, is that nobody talks about it. Nobody thinks about it. Nobody exposes what we go through because just talking about one story is such a taboo that we feel so vulnerable and as if it's embarrassing to share. And it's not. It's really not. I think your story of scar tissues is helping someone because there could be somebody eight years old and already went through eight surgeries. You know, we don't know. We really don't know. And that, like you said, could be their survival guide. Wow, that's an amazing, amazing statement. And I guess, um, do you think having the will to live really makes that shift? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? It does. Um, I've said it this way. Faith is stubborn. Like when Mm. you believe in something, it's going to look stubborn. And Mm. because I believe there's purpose, even when the odds have been very much against me, I've always held out hope, God, I'm going to get through this. And that means I just stubbornly refuse to listen to doctors that say, oh, you'll never be able to do things. Well, watch. Or, you know, well-intentioned people saying, you shouldn't do that. Think about your heart. And I say, I am thinking about my heart. That's exactly why I'm going to do this difficult thing. Yes. And I think it's beautiful because God knows our heart. You know what I mean? The in the real the realness of our heart, not just the mechanical part of how it works, but the realness of our hearts. And when God knows your heart and God touches your heart, it can really cause that tri- that ripple effect in your life where yes, you become stubborn because you hold on to faith because you've seen God's work in your life and Oh, it's so beautiful when you are able to look back and just see God working in your life. And you're just like, wow, God, that was you. That was you because that was not me. (laughs) I'm a big proponent of asking for forgiveness, not permission. Because I think you can be surrounded by a lot of well-intentioned people that they want to see you succeed, but they don't want to see you challenged because they're afraid. And I've looked at it, if I can dare to step across that fear and do something that scares me and grow, man, that's an example. That's what God wants us to do. It's an adventure. Yes. And I, and, and it's also more so living closer to your purpose and also humbling yourself to do God's will. You know what I mean? Because now we are able to submit ourselves to God and truly become his servants and truly become humble where God can work through us and God can show up in so many different places in our lives. You know what I mean? Bring so many different other people in our lives. Like for you, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't knowing we're going to talk about God, but I was literally, I pray before every interview because I don't know what to expect. I don't know if the other person's going to have a whole chaos party going on behind them, or if they're going to be so serious that I'm going to 
start freaking out and sweating. Like, I don't know, you know? So it's always nice to have individuals like yourself on the show where it's just easy and it transitions so nicely. And when we bring up God, it's just like, oh, I feel like it's more in our, in our purpose because we're both aligned to to get the message out. You know what I yep. mean? And the message is to have that faith, to hold on and to continue to keep going because grace is what keeps us together. Let's be honest, 100%. it's not by our own work. It's far from my own work. I mean, come on, if it was by our own works, the life we would be living instead of what we're at, where we are right now. So it's very nice to have this. And um, and I guess, do you think that's the reason why people who have faced the hardest struggles and obstacles in life, they usually end up being the most empathetic and compassionate people because they also have that that uh, foundation of God along with them I as I've as I've met people and grown and and just been in and out of the hospital many times throughout the years my observation is that people that see reason in it reason in their suffering tend to be more they have more joy. And typically I see a lot of Christians that go through difficult things, man, they have that joy because behind it, they know there's purpose. They know it's not just random suffering. Um, a couple of years ago, I met what I call a bizarro version of myself. It was a, another guy about my age. I had many surgeries. He's had a very difficult life and, but very bitter and angry and why did this happen to me? Why can't I be like everyone else? And it was actually a very difficult conversation with him because I'm standing there saying, hey, there's reason. And he's saying, no, it's not. Why did this happen to me? And it just kind of, it really brought home. It's your attitude. It's choosing to be gratitude, even when things are not good. You can find something to be grateful for because that completely shifts how you look at the world. That's that's very true. And it's hard to speak with individuals who are like that, that are so, like they have blinders on because they refuse to accept anything plausible that they just won't accept for themselves. You know what I mean? Nothing can have any type of reason or any type of purpose because they went through such horrible, horrible events in their lives. And it's so difficult because no matter how much light you try to shine at them, you can pour every single light, even the sun itself can be in front of it just to show them that there's light in this darkness and they will only see the darkness that's in front of them. And it's sad because it's like, oh, it's a choice. You're choosing to to see life in in that perspective. To, you're choosing to walk in a bitter taste because at the end of the day, that's what it is. You have you're leaving a bitter taste in your mouth and everybody else around you just because of what you what you speak out. You don't speak life. You don't speak joy. You don't speak of prosperity and just hope. And having that faith and that hope truly, truly changes because that attitude right there, that that perspective, that mindset of so speaking and acting and moving forward. It it really does makes make life difference because man. I forget about those people because I don't think about them. No, it's <laughs> Try true. Try to think about them, but they are always there. And it's like, oh, get away from me. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's it's 100% about refusing a victimhood mindset and just seeing yourself, I'm the victor. It doesn't matter 
how bad things get, I'm going to get through this somehow. It may take a long time. It may be an ugly journey, an uphill battle, but you know what? We're going to get through it no matter what. That's that's good. That's good. I like I like this. I like this conversation very much. It's very uh, people. This conversation is happening because it's needed. There's somebody in the audience that really needs to hear this. And I truly believe that if you really need to get out of this funk that you're in, because let's be honest, it's a funk. It's like a negative cloud. It's like this ugh, something just squeezing you like a, just a snake, just squeezing the life out of you until you pop like a pimple. And then you just you're not. You know, but when you die, at least, at least you can have that peace of mind that you tried, and that you 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 gave it all you got, and you know what, you had a joyful life. It may not be exactly how you want it, but you had a joyful life where you know what, you could look back and be like, I enjoyed my time. I enjoyed the people that I surrounded myself with, and that's that's what it's all about, right? That's what I truly think. And I guess as I wrapping up the show, Danny, what could be some lasting words that you can leave us off with? Very simple. It's three words. Never give up. I've had a lifelong desire to do martial arts, even as a kid, and I could never do them. And I did it. I I got a black belt in jiu-jitsu because I refused, even though there were obstacles and obstacles and obstacles, I didn't give up. And my encouragement is, if you're struggling with something, keep struggling. Look around you because people need to see you succeed. They need to see, hey, he did it. She did it. Maybe I can. Mm-hmm. And so that's my encouragement. Just do not quit ever. Just keep going. Yeah, I like that. I think that's fascinating. This was a hard one. I took a free class and that free <laughs> class kicked my butt to the point where, yes, I was on the floor majority of the time. But goodness gracious, that that's a hard one. So I applaud you because that's not easy. You know, that's not easy to do to roll and to position yourself in that in that manner and then to be able to, to get yourself out of tricky situations but i think that's the beauty of self-defense is that it teaches you how to keep going despite the position that you may be in at that moment you know what i mean and i think that's the beauty that's the beauty of it that people when you when you really go into any self-defense class and you put your mind to 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 go into it it changes your outlook going forward and I think that's an um, amazing thing to that you did because everything that you've been through told you you weren't going to make it. Everything that you've gone through said, you know what, not not this time, not this time. But you were like, jokes on you because my God is better. <laughs> well, I think I think part of it too. It's a it's a journey of personal agency for me to be yeah. vulnerable, to be in the hospital, to be helpless for so long, mm-hmm. and then this desire to say, you know what, I'm going to do this impossible task. And it's, it's, man, it's empowering. And it's, it's, it's a testimony to say, I didn't do it. Look what God did through me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's beautiful because you allow God to use you as a vessel to be something better. And, it, and it's all through him. Glory to him, because let's be honest, glory to him. <laughs> Oh, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's our show. It has been such an amazing time with you, Danny. I knew it was going to be a good one. I knew it. (laughs) said it as soon as I seen your picture and your request. I was like, this is going to be a good show. So if you guys want to know more about Danny, if you want to check out that book, he has such great content on his website. I mean, great content that you guys can really dive into and really start thinking about 
maybe your life differently, or maybe somebody in your life that may be going through something similar or through things that maybe Danny has the knowledge to share because, you know, sharing is caring and Danny's a man that wants to share his knowledge. So I have his lovely picture on my website. Just go to MitziThinking.com. You'll see it. And there's will be a direct link to get to his and all of the greatness that Danny has to offer to the world. So that's it. Be safe. Always, always keep thinking, y'all. Bye.